Okay. So, mm-hmm. um, I usually ask my guests to tell a little bit about themselves and their language background and what made them get in the languages in the first place. And I, I have to say thank you for coming on to the show because you're my first guest from Africa, period. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> okay. Uh, first of all, my name is Kola Wale Aziz. I, I'm a Nigerian and I live in Nigeria. I live in Nigeria currently. I am a, a language enthusiast. I'm a language uh, learner. So, and um, uh, of course, I studied my background. I studied English, uh, first degree. I have a bachelor degree in English. And uh, a few years later, I I developed the interest in uh, two other languages, two other foreign languages, uh, French and Arabic, and uh, I was battling with with those, and I traveled to some parts of uh, West Africa, and I discovered that, you know, they don't speak English, and that is uh, uh, West, some you know West African countries like Benin Republic, Togo. And so on. So for the first time, I realized that English is not the only language that is spoken all around the world. <laughs> so, and I saw some uh, avoidable problems that I had due to uh, language problem. Uh, you know, some we say language barrier. And when I came back, I tried to analyze the problems I experienced there. I saw that everything, every problem, boiled down to uh, language uh, impairment, language uh, barrier. So then I decided that in this in this case I would really love to study more languages because this now is French, and I met uh, some people too that would have been very useful. But uh, because I couldn't understand them, like someone came from Cordova and that one could speak Arabic, I couldn't. Then other people could speak French, I still couldn't. So I decided that. Not only will I study Arabic and French, but I also study other languages that I consider influential because I have the interest of traveling around the world. So that is my reason for wanting to learn languages. So I wanted that when I travel around the world, I'll be able to communicate uh, in the language of the people with the right. people. So uh, my own interest has been that I, uh, I wish to travel around the world and I do not want to impose my own language on them, which is English, that I want to communicate at equal level with them in their own languages. So for me, I at that point, that was now 2015, 2015, I decided that, well, what will be the languages that I consider as important to me? Mm-hmm. Uh, then I chose about 12 of them that I considered influential and very important to me that uh, at least in every region of the world, once I have a, 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 an influential language there, so I'll be able to communicate in the official language of any region in the world. So I selected 12. Let me say those 12 are outside of the ones I already have, which are English and Yoruba languages. So English and Yoruba so those are two. I already have those two. So I then selected twelve 
new languages. But out of these 12, 11 of them are foreign languages. One of them is local, which is one of uh, Nigerian languages. You know, Yoruba is a Nigerian language. Mm -hmm. uh, Igbo is, is Igbo is Igbo language is also a Nigerian language. Hausa is also a Nigerian language. But I'm interested in that of Igbo. So then I have other 11 foreign languages. And if you add English to them, then you have the 12. Right. So uh, in other words, I have to study 12 more languages. And out of them, 11 are, you know, other languages, which are uh, Arabic, French, Spanish, uh, Italian, Portuguese, Russian, um, uh, Hindi, uh, Japanese, Korean, Chinese. So uh, these are the German, of course. So these are the languages. Then uh, you have uh, English, you have a uh, Igbo, you have Yoruba. So, in total, the languages that I plan to speak at the end of, you know, everything in a, at a f very fluent level are 14 languages. So, in other words, I want to uh, be proud of myself speaking 14 languages. So, uh, this has been my the, the story behind my learning, my, you know, my interest in language learning. Mm-hmm. Now, I have a question. Like, what is your routine? Like, I mean, most people, yeah. you know, they, they either use apps, they use textbooks, they use flashcards, they may watch yeah. movies, read books, they might want to go to the country and be like, okay, I just want a full immersion environment, or they make their own immersion environment at home. What's your process when you're starting to learn any of those languages? Yeah, uh, in my own case, I have uh, evolved over time. Uh, at the beginning, when I started, uh, let me say, I started, uh, apart from English, you know, that I've learned all the while, you know, that I've, that I've been with me, and of course, my own, uh, and of course, Yoruba, I started learning other languages from 2012, and that was only Arabic, and then later uh, French. Then I decided to study all of the languages I would like to speak officially in 2015, like I said, November 2015. And at that point, I only had one resource with me, which was uh, a website, and it was uh, 50 languages. Now, oh, I've heard of that, yeah. 50 languages. Did you hear that? Mm -hmm. Yes, I have. So, so uh, at that point in time, I didn't know what my routine was like. I, I had no idea the way to go about it. All I wanted was... I wanted to learn these languages. How I was going to learn them, I did not have any clue about which specific method I would use. So, and no mentor around me at the time. No, yeah, uh, no, I didn't learn from anyone to decide what I would do or to decide how I was going to learn. So, over time, I discovered my own routine and. Mm -hmm. Even when I discovered the routine, they, they changed over time. It's only now, a few years ago, that I can say, yes, I have evolved and I have developed my own routine. Now, my routine is this. Uh, when I want to start uh, uh, a language, I will start with that 50 languages. So I downloaded the 
the pages and the audio. They have audio buttons that each mm -hmm. sentence you read, they, you click the button and they will repeat. I mean, they will read the 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 language, maybe your target language. They will read it in the language and you can click it as many times as you would love to to hear it again and again. Mm -hmm. So that helps me to get you know accustomed to the sound, to the sound, to the sound and beat of the language. Mm -hmm. So and, and I believe that content uh, we can sufficiently take care of A1, A2 levels of the language. Then after that, uh, maybe I'm already going into the question of which apps do I use and all that. I don't know, maybe it's part of your question as well. Yeah, so, yeah. Good. After that, I also know of Link. You understand? I use mm -hmm. Link as well. But I think for the audio, for getting used to the sound, because for me, the first thing I, 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 I need with the language is the sound. I really need to know the pronunciation of the sound, the, the reading of the sound. I really love to know how to read the language and also to get used to the sound of the language before I can even move forward to do other things. So, uh, over earlier, after that, uh, after the use of 50 languages, then I will move to Link. Then, uh, later I discover that Link, before I could use Link, I need to understand the grammar of the language and also have uh, some, uh, also have some grasp of uh, vocabulary of the language. So, uh, then I went into downloading uh, uh, PDF files of grammar and then uh, vocabulary of each of my languages. So the first thing is I deal with the audio with an app, and after that I go into learning the grammar of the language and then the vocabulary of the language. And after that, one cannot use a link. I cannot. I, I can use a link. So these are the these are my own uh, processes. This that's mm -hmm. my routine. I have not gone to another country to learn the language, and I discover that. Um, Flashcard is not my thing because right. at some at some point in my learning I made use of uh, Memrise, right? And I found it very very good, very very useful at that point at that time. But I later discovered that Flashcard is just not my thing. Right. Again, too, I discovered the Duolingo, and uh, up to up to date, up to now, I still feel that Duolingo is a great app. The only, the only uh, downside of Duolingo is the audio quality. If uh, Duolingo has had good audio quality, for me, it, it will have been the best because Duolingo takes care of grammar uh, and uh, basic vocabulary, which one would need to really go ahead. So, in other words, I, I in the past, I had used Memrise, I had used Duolingo as well. And I've also used a link. Uh, so, and I've also used the 50 languages. These are the apps that I've, uh, I've come across and that I've used. Only very recently, I discovered another app that is good for some of my languages that I found difficult to learn through all these other apps. Because over time, I discovered that some apps might actually be good with some languages, but they might not be the very best for some other languages. And the case for me has been that there are three languages that I found difficult to get the right apps for. 
the languages are uh, Mandarin, Korean, and Japanese, especially Japanese, Korean, and Mandarin. Uh, mm -hmm. Let me say Japanese. Uh -huh. So these languages, many of the apps that I've come in contact with, they, they, they really do not have the basis that a new learner needs before you even get to that intermediate level where you can read the language, you can then go on with their own material. So I think I experienced the same with Link. I couldn't, uh, I couldn't use Link for Chinese, for, for, for Korean, for Japanese. So the same thing with, uh, uh, you know, the 50 languages that I told you of. But the only thing is that 50 language, with 50 languages, you'll be good with the sound of the language, which for me is also very important. But mm -hmm. the grammar of the language, before you can begin to amass the vocabulary, you won't be able to get that. And so uh, you need another app that really, you know, takes you through the basis, the fundamentals of the language, where at least you can know the vocabulary, you can also know the grammar, and then from there you can move on, move on to other, you know, and other materials that will help you in other levels. So very recently, I discovered an app that is very good for all these three languages, Mandarin, Japanese, and Korean. And that app is a, a Lingo Deer. Lingo Deer. So really, I didn't discover it myself. I must give the credit to um, a, 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 a polyglot, another polyglot that I will say I got that from. And that is a Lindy Boots. I don't know if you know her. Yeah, I do. I interviewed her last year. Lindy what? I interviewed her for my show last year. Good, good, good. Lindy, I, I, I got mention of that. She recommended that uh, Lingo Dia, and uh, it has been very, very, it has been really, really good for learning uh, Japanese, Korean, and Mandarin. So let me say, is is now I'm beginning to get those three languages well. Although I had some good idea of uh, uh, Korean before. Uh, the learning has been very, very tedious. Uh, but with this, with that app, I think I got it uh, uh, easily. So that's that's has been that. Um, well, I know from my own process, um, I tried Duolingo in the past when they okay. were at their infancy. Okay. And I didn't like it too well. But I have used Memorize, which for okay. me was really good for okay. my rush. Okay. Yet, um, I mostly use Mango languages, Innovative okay. Language, Michelle Thomas, um, okay. anything that's audio based. Um, Tune in radio. I use a lot of podcasts. From okay. different countries, a lot of radio stations, depending on uh, what my topic is that I want to learn about. Um, YouTube. Go watch the TV. Go. YouTube. Yeah. I'm listening. YouTube and um, those are the ones that I use primarily for my own language learning. Um, okay. I mean, I can actually say that. Um, Russian was the one, the first one, that I used as an independent learner for the first time five years ago. Okay. So for me, 
you know, I use a lot of free resources um, yeah. as much as possible because, you know, it can become costly. Yeah. And, and sometimes um, now the technology's gotten better. It wasn't that way five years ago. So, yeah. so because I use, you know, voiceover and, and screen readers and all that, you know, PDFs are a little bit more easier now to read because, you know, there are, there are Braille files mm. that are written in the language in Braille and I can download them and I can get yeah. the, the book now in digital format and, and yeah. have voiceover read it to me in the language, you know, and download the digital keyboard. So, there, there's a lot of advantages to that. Like right now, I am studying Arabic for me personally. So, I mean, okay. I'm kind of dipping in between Levantine Arabic, Egyptian Arabic, and Modern Standard. Yeah. Because there's a, there's a lot of people here in Akron, where I live at, in Ohio, that are from Lebanon and from Egypt. Yeah. So, so I do a lot of basic speaking in Arabic. <laughs> Which I enjoy. It's a lot of fun. And, and Which I'm one? Also, standard? Yeah. Yeah. I learned some modern standard, some basics. Okay. And um, I, I will say that a lot of the a lot of the vocabulary overlaps each other. Okay. There might be a few words that are different, but not many. Mm. You know. So. Um. Because I learned everything auditorially, grammar mm. is important to me personally, but I like to learn it in context. Yeah. So I don't learn from like a grammar book or anything like that. I, you know, it, I kind of uh, mind map in my head how the word order is supposed to go. So when I'm listening to it and everything, I'm like, Oh, well, this is how this goes. Okay, so the verb is at the end or blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So for me, um, as a language learner in my own right, I do a lot more, I do a lot more listening and I focus on pronunciation, but because I studied theater in college, it kind of comes naturally to me. Okay. Um, pick up the pronunciation of different languages. And I think some of it's because I'm motivated. Um, yeah. And also, I focus on listening comprehension because you want to be able to be understood, but you also want to be able to understand people. Yeah. And I don't use, like, the slow languages um, um, courses that they have where you can listen to the news in slow language. I can't – that doesn't work for me. I actually have to listen to it as it's spoken by a native speaker in natural speed. Otherwise, uh huh. Do you say you use a slow languages? No, I don't. I Names don't. Use slow languages. Okay, you don't. No. Okay. I like natural yeah. speed. Okay. You said something on Arabic. Okay, but before we discuss about Arabic differences in Arabic. Uh, uh, dialects and all that. You made mention. You said something on free resources that you use uh, free resources a lot. What about Oli Richards short stories? I think you once mentioned Oli Richards short stories in yeah, maybe yeah. Italian, Spanish, yeah. and all that. So, yeah, I, they, I, I, I do listen to them. Yes. What? I do. I do have a lot of his short stories in different languages. I don't have it in Arabic because. Um, 
the the company that is publishing his short stories mm-hmm. don't don't have them. Um, they haven't put out the ebook copy yet. They just have the oh. paperback. Okay. So, and Ollie doesn't have control over that. Okay. So, so, but I have a lot of his books in ebook format, like in the Kindle, my Kindle app. Yeah. But are they free resources? Yeah. Um, the free resource. Well, the free resources that I use. Mm. Is um, Mango Languages through my library. Okay. Here in the U.S., I use um, Colloquial Languages because you can download all their audio files for free. Okay. And if you want their PDFs, you can actually find them for free too. (laughs) Um, Okay. Then I use YouTube. I use TuneIn Radio, SBS Radio, Coffee Break Languages podcasts um i'm actually using them for swedish um but i i'm i'm doing affiliate marketing with the michelle thomas method right now yeah i'm I'm doing that i get all their courses and i get to um review all of them Hmm. so i just got finished reviewing the mandarin foundation course and i never thought i would ever learn an ounce of mandarin I once used I once used Mitchell Thomas as well. Uh, then uh, it was I discovered I discovered that they have only foundation courses, and I felt that after your foundation, you still need to move forward. Oh yeah, you do. Uh, you have to supplement it. Yes. So uh, with, with that, I was not able to continue with them. That is on uh, Mitchell Thomas. Then. On Arabic, people do talk about, you know, dialects in Arabic, uh, standard, uh, modern standard Arabic, uh, Levantine Arabic, Gulf Arabic, and so on. For me, on Arabic, I think uh, the best bet really is a modern standard Arabic. That is what I think someone really needs most or first. I know people do talk about, okay, uh, Egyptian Arabic is the most popular because uh, of the population of the speakers. And uh, uh, you also have Egyptian films and and all that that are rendered in Egyptian Arabic. But I think all over the world, in the mainstream media, anytime they are broadcasting news in Arabic, it has to be in modern standard Arabic. Anytime Anytime you are going to read newspapers in Arabic, you are going to read it in modern standard Arabic. Right. And if one is studying dialect, the moment you are not in a country of the other of the dialect that you have learned, then one will, one will have issues. But if it's standard Arabic, I think it is considered that well, that is our official language. So even if uh, some people have not got to that level, they will not see you as not being able to use their language to communicate. So I think uh, the first choice of Arabic learning should be modern. Then, if one has needs to be in some of the other countries where okay, they also use their uh, their own dialect of the of the language. So by virtue of being in the environment, one can also tap into the use of that dialect as well. So for me, 
I think the argument about modern standards and other dialects uh, is really won by you know the choice of modern standard Arabic. So what's your take on that? <laughs> yeah, see for me personally, my my I the reason why I did modern standard was because of two reasons. I wanted to watch the news or listen to the news. Uh-huh. Or and I wanted to read Harry Potter. <laughs> Those were the reasons. You you um, you want to do what? What is the second reason? I wanted to what? watch. I wanted to listen to the news. Yes. And I wanted to understand the news because I have like BBC Arabic and Al Jazeera yes. Arabic, and yes. I like stuff in Lebanon because I have a lot of Lebanese friends. So yeah. for me that was a big deal. So I wanted to understand. The, the formal aspect of how people spoke, you yes. know, however, I wanted to learn a dialect of Arabic, but every time I would go either between Levantine, because I have a lot of Lebanese friends here in Akron, and Egyptian, because I have some Egyptian friends, I, I saw how everything was overlapping itself, like as far as different vocabulary words that were used. And, I mean, from a grammar standpoint, it was kind of a fun thing to do because you have, you have different words in, in, in modern standard Arabic that are used more frequently across the board. But mm. then, okay, if you say etna or we, uh-huh. well, okay, that's great. But then you say nukna. In modern standard, I mean, you're only going to use that in modern standard. You're not going to use that yeah. in any other dialect, but it's good yeah. to know it because this is how they would say it in this dialect. I mean, but okay. a lot of the vocabulary kind of overlaps itself. I yeah. know that, yeah. even though they yeah. use different vocabulary for different words, like yeah. ooh for and in Levantine Arabic, but then. Okay. Uh, way for for uh for and in 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 Egyptian Arabic and so it's but nam is for yes that's universal you know and then you have ahlan yeah, yeah. or Mirba. so mm-hmm. it's it's like mm-hmm. you you have I mean if you really think about it mm-hmm. it's not that difficult to learn mm-hmm. it all. If you yeah. if you're looking at it from a grammar structure, it's like oh well okay this is why they use it for this mm. reason and th- you know so for me it's it's kind of a great thing I try not to get yeah. the words mixed up because mm. you know depending on what country what person mm. you're talking to, I always have to ask the first thing which which mm. dialect of Arabic do you speak. Like, I did ask someone recently, and they said they were living in the U.S. for 42 years, so they mostly speak English with the people who try to speak Arabic. And that mm-hmm. infuriates me to no end. So I just kept speaking mm-hmm. Arabic. And um, mm-hmm. so I got them to say something in Arabic. And it was like, well, it's all one dialect. And I was like, well, not necessarily. Because if you're, mm-hmm. if you're okay, you're not going to speak modern standard Arabic to somebody on the street. I mean, if you're I think, I think, wait, I think that is what we learners of Arabic do do say, which I don't really think is great, and I don't right. really think, yeah, we do talk about, and I think it's also 
from the uh, Arab native speak, uh, Arabs or Arab native speakers. They do. Right. They, they do. They created that problem for the learners of Arabic, where they say uh, people don't use the standard Arabic on the streets. Let's let's take the example from English. Okay. You know we do have uh, English and we do have uh, Crow, English Crow in some countries. You might, you might not have that in America. And some of us now we are like Nigeria and some other you know foreign countries that use English as an official language. Right, right, right. Are you getting me? You know they also have their own language, their own right. languages. Let me say, and they speak their own languages. And sometimes. The way they use English language itself is not always exactly the same as English is being used in the US or in the UK or Australia or some other, you know, native, you know, exactly. uh, right. countries of English. Good. Aha. Uh -huh. Now. Yeah, they make it around. Yes. Good. Now, when you come to those foreign countries that English is just the official language, but they have their own national languages here and right. there. Now. Good, good. Do you know that they have some local people who also don't speak English or who don't speak standard English? Right. Now, do you say you want to learn their own English because, you know, they don't, the people on the streets don't speak the standard English? You don't, of course. And right. when, you're not, when you listen to news, you know, on TV channels or radio or you read newspapers or you want to talk to educated people, do you say you are going to also cut the, that population away because you don't want to learn standard Arabic and then you want to focus on only the, 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 the uneducated people who cannot use the standard Arabic? Even the uneducated people, they know when you are speaking the standard Arabic, they know that you are speaking the real language. They only just know that where well, they can use that effectively. But they are not going to, they are not going to, underrate you for using the modern standard language, for using okay. that uh, standard language. So, uh, I don't even see it. For me, I'm, I'm just, I'm contented with modern standard Arabic because okay. I know any, anywhere I go, if I go, if you come down to Mauritania in Africa, where Arabic is their official language as well, right. are, you going to, are you going to say you will learn their own dialect? If you go to separately, you go to Morocco, you learn their dialect separately, separately. You go to Egypt, you learn their dialect separately. You go to Yemen, you learn their dialect separately. You don't need that. As long as you have the one that all of them subscribe to. Right. You and, you and I know that all of them subscribe to that modern standard, uh, Arabic. So right. once you have, once you have that, they are the one to come to you. So, I, I think that's so, it. I mean, Unlike, Look at it now. Hello. For, look at for, look at it now. For clarification purposes, for people who who get confused with okay. which dialect they need to learn, it really doesn't matter if you if you only learn MSA. Yeah. You're pretty much okay. You'll yeah. still be understood by everybody, regardless of yes. if you went to oh. Morocco or you went to Lebanon or Palestine yes. or Syria. Yes. Or Iraq. Right. The only uh -huh. difference is, is that they might use a, a few words different than what... Yes. Yeah, and it's okay. It's okay. You, you know, uh, for polyglots, you have other assignments to do. You have other languages, which are other languages you want to learn. So, and I will tell you that every language has got dialects too. 
Yeah, because I mean, I, I, the reason why I learned MSA was because, you know, I was reviewing it for my show for Mm. the company, for the Michelle Thomas method itself. Okay. And it gave me some more insight, you know, because I was like, I really want to understand the news because I like listening to the news in different languages and getting a different point of view. Yeah. Of what's going on in the world, especially in the Arab world, because I'm really fascinated with that part of the world. I've always been yeah, fascinated with Africa. That's really <laughs> okay with Africa as well. Yeah, like that's Africa's really nice. Like okay. I actually have, I actually have 30% Bantu tribe in me. Okay. <laughs> so, wow. so wow. I I learned mm. a little bit of Swahili, a couple words in Swahili so far. But that was another language I wanted to learn, which is a heritage language for me personally. And then I have a quarter, I have a quarter Irish, so I learned a little bit of Irish this year, um, as well. But, but for me, I I've always loved Africa and the Middle East, and I always loved Asia, so Russia in particular. So that's why I went full throttle with Russian as language number four. Because I learned sign okay. language when I was a little girl. Okay. So my, okay. my first language, aside from English, of course. Okay. Um, and then I, I learned Spanish. Hold on, quick. Yeah. Hello. Are you there? Are you still there? Hello. Hello, Jenny. Are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm sorry. Um, my, it, it seems to be like people want to knock at my door when okay. an opportune time. My next door neighbor was like, "Can I have an? Uh, do you have an onion?" I'm like, "No." Okay. <laughs> okay. But, uh, but I'm I'm back. So. Okay. But I will say that 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 Africa and the Middle East and Asia and Russia, Italian, French, those have always been my favorite languages and favorite countries okay. worldwide. Okay. And so for me personally, okay. it's like I have an affinity. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know, I just I've been connected to Africa since I was a little girl. So okay. for me personally, wow. it's like. Arabic has been calling me for some time now, along with Swahili. And um, <laughs> so I said, you know, I, I, you know, I, I said I, I wanted to learn modern standard Arabic because I wanted to watch the news. I always yeah. like to watch the news from an outside perspective, like as far as like yeah. my own country is concerned. So nice. I like to hear from other people in other countries what they think about my own country. Because it gives yeah. me a different perspective on yeah. what other yeah. people are thinking, you know. Yeah. And then on top yeah. of that, I have many friends and from around the world. And it's like my Arab, my Arab friends are like, you can cook really good food. And, like, I learned how to cook a lot of Lebanese food. And, um, like, when I start learning languages, I try to, like, immerse myself into the culture, the laws, how people yeah. think in that country. You know, yeah. what type of food they they have, 
you know, try to make recipes from different countries that I have yeah. never had before, so forth yeah. and so on, to, just to get myself, I mean, because that's what motivates me to, um, yeah. to really language. stick with the language. Yeah, like okay. I'm living in it from my house. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's nice. You, 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 you tend to love the food and you reflect that in your language learning. Yeah. I think I do see that. That's lovely. That's, that's lovely. Um, I just think that when it comes to Arabic, I don't like the argument even from the Arab, Arabic native speakers saying mm -hmm. that pe people, people, uh, people on the streets don't understand MSA. I don't think I don't I don't I don't I, I, I don't I don't believe that I don't share that view at all uh, right. because if you if, if you say people on the streets is it the language of the people of the street that you hear on radio on TV in paper and in books right if, if the answer is no I think the population of those who we use the MSC is far more than the population of and when you, when they say people on the street and I think that is for the uneducated Arabs. Right. So, if you want to learn a language for the uneducated, I think you'll be missing out a lot. And right. I think, and for me, language learning is a serious, is a serious duty. It's a serious duty. It's something that when you, after learning it, you still have to maintain it. Right. So, and, right. If, you're, and if you're going to use a language at a very fluent level, you're going to do a lot of work. Forget about saying, you need to be motivated, you need to you need to have fun, you need to enjoy the process. It is true, but it goes beyond that. Oh yeah. It goes if you are going to use a language at at fluent level, you can you, you can't say, you know, within one week, two weeks and you, you are done. You you, you oh, are, no, you, no, 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 you, you are not. You are not. And when you get to a level where you are even fluent, if you leave that language, if you leave it for some months, you will discover that you, it will be rusty. The next moment you want to take it up. So you need to rework your work right. before you get well, back. You know, so that's, just it, like, that's just like when I was learning Russian. Uh -huh. I, so, yes. Okay. I, my it's, process is I, I, I remember more when I'm using it. So my uh -huh. is I want to be able to speak and be understood uh -huh. when spoken and be able to understand yeah. the other person. So yeah. my whole process was I only knew five or six words, seven tops in Russian, you know, never mm -hmm. took a Russian course day in my life. I mm -hmm. found Mark Thompson's um, Russian Made Easy podcast, 30, 30 lesson podcast. I went through it mm -hmm. like a duck to water, you know, mm -hmm. because I, I was really motivated to learn it. I wanted to learn it. Mm -hmm. and it was yeah. I mean, there are times when you learn something because you mm -hmm. think right then and there that language is like the coolest thing on the face of the planet. Then you mm. get diving into it three weeks later, you're like, yeah, um, yeah. I don't really like yeah. this at all. And then you can, yeah. you completely leave it. Now, I've had yeah. those, those times when I've dabbled in stuff because I thought maybe I would like it. I, I, I don't regret doing it because yeah. I didn't know anything about that language or its culture or whatever beforehand. I did mm. learn something, but I knew that mm. that wasn't for me. So, yeah. So I spent a whole year doing nothing but throwing up videos in Russian and getting yeah. people to give me feedback on okay. my pronunciation, how I was speaking, mm. 
you know, and I used Michelle Thomas and I used um, Russian Pop 101 by Innovative Language Learning. And I yeah, used, yeah, yeah. Uh, memorize a lot. Yeah, a lot of yeah. it was me speaking every single day to yeah, myself yeah. And, and talking yeah. to people online mm-hmm. all yeah. the time. And yeah, I did that for yeah. a whole year. Then I went yeah. back the following year and I mm-hmm. did nothing but watch stuff on TV. Like, I yeah. listened to Russian from 6 in the morning to midnight, seven mm. days a week for a whole year. Mm. Then the third year came, and I kept I kept listening to stuff, podcasts, and mm. TV shows. And actually, the one thing that really helped me was if okay. you watch TV shows where they, they're the talk shows where they interact with the people live. Yeah. Now, yeah. you actually hear what these people are saying. Mm. You know, that's and, and nice. speaking the real language, you know, it's nothing from a textbook. Yeah, and I don't yeah, use textbooks. Yeah. I don't use Osimo. I don't use teacher stuff. I don't do any of that. Yeah. You know, because yeah. in real life, your life is not a textbook. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's not. So, it's not. Yeah, so, so mm-hmm. I, I use, like, I kind of mirror my own native language. So the things I like to do in English, I do the same thing for whatever language it is I'm learning. And I yeah. put like three and a half years in the Russian. And yeah. by the time I was done with listening, I did like 5,544 hours of listening mm. in one year. I yeah. listened to Tolstoy and Dostoevsky in Russian. Mm. I understand Russian literature by that time. I can have yeah. a three-hour conversation in Russian and not go to English. Okay, was my yeah. grammar perfect? No. Could they still mm-hmm. understand what I was saying? Yes. Did I pick up yeah. a Russian boyfriend at the same time? Uh, yeah. I got mm-hmm. to talk to his mom for three hours and mm-hmm. on Skype, and I had her laughing. And do you know she spoke no English? No English. <laughs> <laughs> and I was That's... able to have a conversation. And that, was, awesome. and that, was the, that was the first language I taught myself. So I knew that. That's awesome. I knew that that this was for me. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. that's yeah. why I always yeah. say, mm. you, if you know, if there's something you, if there's a language that you're really passionate about, mm-hmm. you've got to live in it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like it's like life or death, or you, you know, you're cutting off the oxygen supply if you're not listening. Like I, I listen to Hayfaweed from Lebanon. Mm-hmm. The artist Hazelweep, I listen to her every day when I'm in the shower or I'm cleaning my house. Okay. I'll put okay. her on and I'll, yeah. I'll start getting that into my ear. And yeah. then, you know, I'll listen to like, like, I would just passively listen to stuff. Yeah. And I listen to like Al Jazeera News in the morning. And I'll, yeah. I'll, um, once I finish reviewing all these language courses for the Michelle Thomas method, I'm going to go back and really focus on my Arabic because that's something that's really important to me. Like, I would like to speak Arabic at a B2 level by the time I turn, I would say by the time I turn, like, 45. I'm 45 now. So, I I don't mind putting the time into it because that this language is such a beautiful language. It's, it's one of those, yeah. those passion languages of mine that I really want to, I mean, I don't really focus on the writing aspect of it because yeah. I want to be able to verbally communicate. You know, yeah. it's difficult yeah. for yeah. me to read the print. So, I mean, I could learn the alphabet, 
you know, mm-hmm. auditorily, and I could learn how to read and write in, in Arabic Braille. That's great. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I'm like, um, well, I can have voiceover read it to me. I'll just get the ebook, you know, in Arabic, yeah. and I have the Braille table downloaded, and I can I have yeah. the Arabic voice on my phone and tablet, and I can just have it read yeah. it to me. Because yeah. otherwise, if I don't do those steps, voiceover will not be able to pick up the script. Yeah. So, so, I mean, but I also look at it like uh, that is another thing that I, I want to find, like more more books in Arabic, like, mm-hmm. you know, novels, like biographies of like yeah. Anwar Sadat or, you know, stuff about um, Yasser Arafat or, you know, just... Yeah certain political leaders and stuff that I, I knew about yeah. during my adolescence and 20s and so forth. And yeah. for me, I, I've always been fascinated by some of these world politicians and what they did and yeah. and, yeah. and why they they were thrust to go the way they went. And, you know, and it, I mean, like, I mean, I've, I've gotten flack for learning Arabic in this country. I've gotten it. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't care. You know, I mean, yeah. you, I don't have to be, I don't have to practice Islam in order to, to, to no. get it, you know. No. Like, someone no, actually called me a Muslim. And I said, no, but I know plenty of them. What about newscasters on Al Jazeera, even on BBC? They are not Muslims, and yet they, they read uh, news in Arabic and all that. So, one doesn't have to be a Muslim to speak Arabic. And uh, you have uh, several Arabic stations, maybe radio stations in non-Islamic uh, countries, you know, French, Israel. Yeah, and, here too in the U.S. Yeah, so even in the U.S. So it's not really, you know, it doesn't have to do with that. It's a language, just like English, just like Right, right. but you know, you got a lot of people that are ignorant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got a lot of ignorant people. And, and yeah. like, it's the older generation, too. It's like, oh, yeah. well, <laughs> why, yeah. why we get to speak English? I was like, okay, you go to Nigeria, they speak English. English is their number one language. But if you go outside into a small yeah. town somewhere and they don't speak yeah. English, they might speak Igbo, Igba, or some other, di- <laughs> some, other, some other dialect that you know nothing about. Because you were too lazy not to learn a language. <laughs> you know, I mean, but they make yeah. it sound like it's a chore. I'm like, it's not a chore. You can make it fun. You can learn languages from listening to the freaking radio. Yes, 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 yes. People yes. don't realize it. Yeah, they don't. They don't. Uh, I, I think it's just because they, are, they have parochial view of, or prejudiced, you know, view of everything. They... They just want to hold on to their own. They are cons- they are too conservative. I think that is the the, the word, and it, 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 that is not found at all in polyglot world. So right. I think uh, polyglots yeah. are often open. They are often you know uh, uh, open minded, and they are not. Uh, they don't have. Right. Hello. No, non polyglot can learn from that as well. Uh, so, what is uh, what is your own plan about? I mean, I know some people don't have this, but like me, that from the word go, 
I like to know the number of languages I, I, I would like to speak. Or you are just open ended in the area of, uh, you know, as a language comes to you, you just want to learn it. Or do you have, uh, okay, at least I should be able to speak this number of languages and all that, or probably speak them well. Do you have anything like that? Well, my plan is um, there are languages that I really want to refocus on that I, I kind of mm-hmm. touched them a little bit. And got wet with them, but I, I, you know, most of it was I wanted to go out and use them in the real world. So if I went to the supermarket or if I went to a restaurant, I want to be able to order food and have a small conversation. So I've accomplished that, like in Cantonese, okay, um, Egyptian Arabic and Levantine Arabic, a little bit. Um, I've done it in Spanish. I've done it in Russian. So, okay. but, but I, for me, I, because mm. I don't have a passport, I, okay. technically, I don't have to leave Akron because we have so okay. many people from all over the world yeah. that speak so many languages. I have plenty of opportunity to have contact with people, even if it's basic okay. contact. Hello, how are you? Fine. Okay. I don't even learn okay. or blah, blah, blah. You know, mm-hmm. so some of them. I want to be at least at like a conversational level, like A2, going into a B1. But there are languages that I want to be at a B2, and Mm. I'll be fine with it. Arabic is one of them. Yeah, Um, yeah. Arabic is one of them because, you know, I really, I enjoy that language. Um, I think if I were to choose an Asian language, I yeah. might want to stick with Cantonese or Japanese, okay. and that's and that's just speaking, because you know I did dabble in some Thai. I want to get. I at least want to be able to speak at a basic level. Okay. Thai, Turkish, Hindi. Um. Yeah. Thai, Turkish, Hindi. Um. Japanese. Because I know, I mean, there are people that are Japanese, but I mostly have been running into a lot of Arabs. So that's why I said Arabic Arabic is going to be the main language that I want to get to a B, B2 level in speaking. But um, um, the rest of them, I, I want to be at a basic level. Hello. Hello. Okay. Um, I was going to say sorry about the cutout. Yeah, I'm. Um, and then it just cut out. <laughs> no, uh, it, it it cut. It just cut. I think I think you are from here. I I was supposed to actually notify you that I will soon have to go, but uh, you were you were talking. I didn't want to cut you short, so the thing cut because. I just wanted to use an hour for the, uh, I, I thought the interview, the meeting will not have uh, exceeded an hour. 
So I had planned for that. So right. that's what. Right. Uh, that is why I have to uh, like come back so that we can actually have a proper uh, signing out. Uh, right. I really prefer we we just stay within one hour. Then you can always uh, talk. You can always invite me for talks on your show. Uh, but I will I would like to stay to uh, average of an hour to the one kind. So, do you understand me? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, sorry about the court once again. It was due to my own notification from here. So, that was why I called. I didn't just cut it to bed. It was from my hand here. It was from my hand here. I'm sorry yeah. about that. Oh, that's okay because, see, like, sometimes there are connection problems, and I, my listeners kind of mm-hmm. know that, you know, I don't edit. So what they get is what they get. And um, for the most part, you know, I let them know. I was like, well, you know, basically this is my experience of doing a podcast show, being visually impaired, no editing experience whatsoever. So I, I'm still growing. People still like what they hear. They they mostly enjoy the, the conversations and the content. Yeah. You yeah. know, a lot more. They yeah. care less about how much music someone has or – you know, mm. how good the editing is. I mean, mm-hmm. you're really, if you're talking about something that you're passionate about, they get more from that than they do. Yeah. And, and then yeah. hearing hearing about the person and how they do things and, and me yeah. explaining while I'm interviewing, well, this is how I, you mm. know, experience this. I mean, because I found similarities when I interview all these different people. You know, we yeah. have similar similar methods we use. And then there might yeah. be a few differences here and there. And it, mm. it seems to catch on with people because I'm like at 111 countries and Nigeria is mm. one of them. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's lovely. That's lovely. I think you even said, you also said that I'm the first person you interview from Africa. Is that, did you yeah. say that? Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I'm also happy to hear that. <laughs> that I'm your first Yeah, player. I mean, because that was that was my whole game plan. Because uh, I yeah. wanted to be able to interview more people from Africa, more people from the Middle East. You don't hear yeah, yeah. people yeah. that are from the Middle East or mm-hmm. or Africa. In, mm-hmm. I mean, you see some of them in the polyglot community online. Yeah. But you don't see yeah. a lot of these people with these podcast shows interviewing people. Yeah, from, yeah, yeah. That is true. You know, and and I feel like they have a voice just as much as Western and Eastern Europe, Australia, and New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you. And it, 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 it also seems to me that with that, you are also uh, breaking, uh, you know, frontiers. You are also expanding the the coasts, and uh, it also stands your show out from others that uh, have a kind of a stereotyped uh, section or regions of the world that, you know, they are, that they, you know, they give voice to and all that. But with yours now, you know, it also shows that, you know, you spread your tentacles and you are actually putting forward a real global, you know, global show. Uh, that is kudos to you. Thank you. I mean, you know, and it's funny because I got a lot of people from the Middle East listening to me. A lot yeah. of people from Morocco, Tunisia, Benin, yeah. yeah. um, yeah. you know, just, I got Ethiopia recently. 
I got Sudan, yeah. um, Saudi wow. Arabia, Iran, wow. just wow. all over. Wow. And, wow. and I, wow. can, I can be honest. It, to me, mm-hmm. I, I love being around people and learning about different yeah. people from everywhere. So, yeah, but yeah. I'm really, I'm really big on people from Asia, people from Latin America, people mm-hmm. from, you know, like Turkey, um, people from, um, you know, the Middle East and Africa. That's my big, huge thing. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I love people from Europe and everything, but it's it's not the same. <laughs> it's not. It's so different. And I guess being a black woman too, I want to be able to connect. Yeah, with, yeah. With, it's, with, it's, with my own roots and my own interests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's really good. It's, it's, I'm really happy to hear that. I'm, I'm really excited about hearing this from you. And it's nice. I uh, just that I can't invite you to Africa. <laughs> I love I, you to know, do I've that. actually had people in the past. I've actually had people in the past was like, Chanel, you okay. should come here. You would be. Because, you know, I, I, but I said, the problem mm-hmm. is, is that because I'm visually impaired, I have yeah. to go to places where it's safe, you know, yeah. because evidently when you're disabled, you know, there's some, you know, human rights issues that go on in yeah. certain countries. Yeah. And then I have a guide dog, and I would have yeah. to go through the whole process of finding out, yeah. do I have to yeah. have my dog quarantined for a certain amount of time? How much yeah. paperwork and documentation would I need other than my passport yeah. and all that? So yeah. I said there's yeah. a lot of things that I have to, like, do that the average person wouldn't have to do. And, and a lot of yeah. people don't realize that, like, there are certain countries in the world I just wouldn't go because they don't mm-hmm. they don't acknowledge people like me, you know. Yeah, so I mean, yeah. if you're disabled and you're going to Afghanistan, forget it. Mm. Ain't happening. <laughs> you know, no. Well, I I mean, going to Iran ain't happening. Mm. No. Mm. Um, I mean, because like in certain mm. countries, people that have limited vision like me or no vision. Mm. Or even if they are disabled, they don't have the right to vote. They can't get married. Mm. They can't get an education. Mm. They can't get, they just, it, they don't exist. You don't see. Yeah. You, it is, it's, wow. it's a very sad thing to see. It's but, really sad. Mm. You know, but it's like, you know, I mean, there's parts of China where, mm. okay, a blind person can be educated, but they're, 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 they're seen, they're not heard. Yeah, it's in yeah. like okay. This one guy wanted to go see the see the Great Wall of China, right? So you know how you okay. have to go on a lift, and they have to take mm. you all the way up to the top. Well, they would not take this. They would not take this blind man to the top of wow. the, the. They would not do it. They would not wow. allow him to go. And I said, you know, wow. that's a shame. That's a shame mm. that people think so little of somebody because their their vision isn't as strong as theirs. Mm. You know, just because mm. you can't read a newspaper doesn't mean mm. you can't get the information another way. You know. You, you, of what, course you can. Right. Of course, of course one but, can. But it's, it's, it's mm. a very weird, a weird um, you know, experience. Like, I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong. Like, I think some of that is just societal, you know, because they're mm. so used to myths and and stories yeah. that are aren't even true, but yeah. then you have an eighty percent unemployment rate for people that are blind in the world, yeah. just because yeah. you know people don't want to 
Well, they didn't want to put out the money for the technology. That's the first thing. And then the second thing is yeah. they, they have this fear of something they shouldn't even have a fear of. So, mm. so for me personally, it's like, okay, well, I'll, I'll show y'all. Okay, I'll create a podcast show. I'll interview people from all over the world. I yeah. don't discriminate. I don't care. You know, <laughs> you know? I mean, I mean, eventually, would, would I like to interview somebody from Istanbul? Of course. Would I like to practice a little bit of Turkish? Of course. You know, um, that, that would be freaking awesome. But, you know, I look at it, too. You know, there's blind people everywhere. So yeah. for me, for me personally, you know, it's telling my story and letting yeah. hearing other people's stories um, is something that, you know, I really set out to do because I'm like, well, everyone has a voice. There's so many people, you yeah. know, that I talk to online. And I said, I want to interview some of these people because, you know, they're really cool people and they they yeah. learn their languages. They, they There's a reason they're doing it for, you know. And, um, you know, I just don't interview, you know, people that are disabled, but I interview people who aren't. And, you know, mm-hmm. I I mean, I do want to interview more people from, from Africa, different parts of Africa. Well, I did interview Lindy Boats last okay. year, and she's from South Africa. But, yeah, yeah. but at the same time, mm. she's, South, she's white South African. She's not black. <laughs> she's not black. She's not black. Yeah. And... Uh, I'm not sure she was also in South Africa at the time you interviewed her. She, all along, she, uh, she, she not even studied in Africa. She studied uh, outside of Africa, and she's still not in Africa as we speak. Right. Oh, no, no. Actually, when I talked to her, she had just moved to Singapore. Yeah, okay. She just uh, moved to Singapore. Earlier, she had, she, she schooled, uh, I think, in the United Arab Emirates, that is uh, UAE. Right. Uh, so she, was, she wasn't also in South Africa uh, during her education and all of that. She, yeah, that's that. That's that. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's, I love her. She's, she was an amazing yeah. interview. I love yeah, listening very, to her story. Uh, very, very, very nice lady. Very nice. Yeah. And she's not that she's old. Nice. She's, she's only in like 24. 26 or something? She's in her early 20s. Okay. okay. I, I don't really know about that. I don't know. Okay, but she wouldn't be more than that. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. Right, because I mean, like, like, uh, are you going, are you going to be um, going to the um, the online polyglot conference? I don't know yet. I've not, uh, I've not really subscribed to the, the, the program. Uh, I, I love to be, and I, I think I should be. I've not had uh, much information about it this year. I've always been looking forward to attending the, uh, the physical, the, the conference at, uh, I mean, the physical conference. But uh, yeah, uh, that has they're doing it because, because of COVID-19, of, they're of doing, course. It, they're, uh, yeah, they're doing yeah. it online. Online now, okay. Uh, please, yeah. if you, you, you can send me the link to... Oh, I will. Conference, so yeah, because yeah. I'm going to oh. be, I'm actually going to be speaking this year at the conference. Yeah, that is really nice. <laughs> I, I think yeah. so I'll I, I just sent my video. I just sent okay. my video off like last okay. weekend, and so okay. I'm like really okay. excited about that, and and I, yeah. I I'm just telling people to 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 go to it, and I'm also going to be um 
I was one of the 21 podcasters from around the world selected to represent wow. the U.S. for language learning for International wow. Podcast Day. Wow, wow. <laughs> That's it's a great feat. It's a great feat. Uh, uh, I'm I'm excited to to hear that, and it's 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 a great thing to to see how how fast you are really progressing, and especially with, uh, with your podcast show too. You are really doing well, and I encourage you to keep going, keep doing what oh. you are doing, keep doing what you enjoy doing, and the sky is just the starting point for you. Oh, thank you. Yes, I'm. I'm really excited. I mean, I'm at 14.4 listens, and my my subscriptionship is is growing. You yeah. know, I'm almost up to 50 okay. people, and and I mean, it was it's a slow process. Like, I have another podcast show for cooking, and I'm almost at 600 for that. But um, I personally like. You know, I tell people all the time. You know, it. I don't let anything stop me from from learning my languages, putting my shows out, getting my interviews. You know, I do a lot of emailing, instant messaging people to see if they want to come on the show. And and it is a process. You know, I mean, I have to be patient because I'm working on all kinds of different um, timetables from people. So yeah. it can be anywhere between three hours behind me to seven hours ahead of me to 12 hours ahead of me. You know, it mm. just depends. But I mean, I enjoy every single story because I I mm. learn just as much from you guys as you probably do from me. So <laughs> probably a lot yeah. more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we learn from each other. We you know we learn from each other. Uh, we, the interviewer learns from the interviewee, and the interviewee also learns from the interviewer. So it's both ways. So and the good thing is that. Uh, both parties enjoy the show. We both enjoy it, so that's a good thing. Uh, um, now, can anyone find? Okay, where can anyone find you if they want to know more about you know, like on social media? Like social media. Uh, yeah, I've not uh, fully uh, started my uh, social media feedbacks. They can find me on Facebook at. Aziz, Facebook slash Aziz. That is my Facebook page. Okay. So I am also on the Excellent Language Tutor on Instagram. Okay. Uh, so I hope to, I, I may change that in, to rhyme with my other names, with, on, uh, with my other social media uh, platforms. But that is what it is for now. Then... Uh, okay. On, on YouTube, I'm also Kolaoleazis. Uh, so Kolaoleazis okay. on, on YouTube, Kolaoleazis on Facebook. So the language, uh, the excellent language tutor. Okay. On on Instagram. So. All right, because I'll probably uh, wind up putting this. I'll probably wind up putting this episode out. Okay. Uh, uh, in a few weeks' time. Okay. So. Probably okay. like by the no later than the end of the month going into October. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah, uh, it's been uh, a wonderful time. Uh, oh, thank you so much you. for coming on the show. I mean, it took <laughs> us forever, you. but yeah, I'm glad that we were able to finally. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, uh, 
uh, anytime you would like to speak with me, just let me know. I'm glad to, I'm excited to also uh, speak with you. So, uh, once again, I'm sorry for the uh, earlier schedules that failed due to circumstances, oh, you know, sorry. around. So, I'm sorry about that. And I think uh, that will not uh, repeat itself. Okay. Now that I know what the proper time frame is between yes. Nigeria and Ohio, I... Yeah. Ah! Yeah, so... But thank you so much. Okay, you're welcome. Uh, Bye. Bye.